Life Audio. Hello, thank you for listening to your daily Bible verse, the podcast that examines one verse each day to learn more about God and His will for us. I'm your host, Carol McCracken, and after a short word from our sponsor, we'll dive into today's Bible verse, 1 Chronicles 29 13. Did you know that the Salvation Army not only provides services to those in need, but we also produce a network of Christian podcasts you can listen to on your favorite podcast store? One of these shows, Words of Life, is a 15-minute weekly show featuring interviews, testimonies, Bible studies, and more. In April, we'll once again hear from author and pastor Natalie Runyon. She has created a new six-week discipleship course for women to talk about community, women in leadership, accountability, and more. We want discipleship to be what's drawing people, not bounce houses. They're more likely to come back and not just to be entertained. Even in me, you know, making him have to pry it from my hands, he was still saying, but I have something better. It was because of the redeemed saying so, of telling the story of what God had done. When we point people to him, they're going to want to know him. Listen to Words of Life on your favorite podcast store or visit wordsoflifepodcast.org. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Today's Bible verse is 1 Chronicles 29, 13. Now, therefore, our God, we thank you and praise your glorious name. A thankless job. My son and his dad finally had the big blowout. That awful, uncomfortable feeling was pervasive. Our son had come home to visit. We'd missed him so much. COVID had made travel difficult, and we anxiously waited to hug him in person. My husband had gone all out using the visit as an excuse to finish the house's remodel. The supply chain delayed our orders, lingering in the in-process status. It was a flurry of activity to paint and finish getting furniture in place. Finally, the day arrived, and the reunion took place with joy. After about a week, my son began to feel a little bit suffocated by all the parental joy. We observed every precious movie made with a loving smile until finally he snapped. Apparently, he'd been trying to get some space and wasn't receiving the space he needed. In the aftermath, my husband told me, After all the work I did, I never got so much as one thank you. How much angst can we avoid with just a few little words expressing gratitude? 
We all want to be seen and appreciated. Thank goodness we have a Heavenly Father that understands this and teaches us. We're encouraged throughout the Bible to give thanks to our Creator, and it's a reminder that God provides us with every breath we take in the very purpose of our life. Today's Bible verse shows a great example of an earthly king giving thanks to his Heavenly Father. King David was known as a man after God's own heart. He's one of my favorite people in the Bible because he isn't portrayed as a perfect spiritual giant. When he makes mistakes, he makes them big. But he always repents of his sin, whatever it may be, because he doesn't want to offend or displease God. Sometimes God has to send a prophet to get David's attention back on track. But David always repents. Repent means to express sincere regret or remorse. And David took the next step to turn away from that sin or wrongdoing. King David loved God so much. He wanted to build a temple as God's dwelling place on earth in the city of Jerusalem. However, God would not allow David to build the temple because David had blood on his hands. He was a warrior king. And in that day, one gained territory by conquering it. Blood made one unclean. But God would allow David's son Solomon to build the temple. God permitted David to come up with the plans for the temple through the Holy Spirit, which he gave to his son Solomon. We find David in this chapter 29 that today's verse comes from, assisting his son Solomon, who's young and inexperienced. King David is doing a basic fundraising building drive and encouraging Israel's people to donate to the cause. King David donated his personal fortune for the majestic and proper dwelling place God would have on earth. The people responded to David's example with over and above giving. David breaks into prayer in front of the assembly of his people and thanks God for who he is. Everything belongs to God and everything we have he gives us. David is the perfect example of thanksgiving in front of his people thanking the one true God and praising his name for all he's done. David gives God all the credit, even for the people's generosity. David had also taught his son Solomon some basic principles. You'll find that David was a much better king than a father. But in this case, he taught Solomon that it was essential to know God personally. By example, David taught Solomon to worship God wholeheartedly and serve and obey him. I don't know what your relationship is with your earthly father. I hope you at least have some type of father figure in your life. But I know that earthly father relationships often exemplify how one relates to a heavenly father. It's tough to love and trust when you've had betrayal or dysfunction in your life. But our heavenly father is free from dysfunction and loves us beyond measure. He will also prove it to us. Even King David would prove to be less of a father than he should have been. Scholars suggest that David may have been so concerned with running his kingdom that he neglected his children. Here are some examples. King David failed to discipline his children appropriately. One such instance is recorded in 2 Samuel 13, where his son Amnon raped his half-sister Tamar. Despite being aware of Amnon's sinful desires, David took no action to prevent or punish the crime, allowing the situation to escalate. 
King David showed favoritism toward his son Absalom, which caused resentment among his other children. In 2 Samuel 14, 25-26, it's mentioned that Absalom was praised for his good looks. At the same time, David failed to intervene or address the growing tension between Absalom and his half-brothers, Amnon, which ultimately led to Amnon's murder by Absalom. Failure to confront wrongdoing, Absalom fled Jerusalem after killing Amnon. Despite Absalom's crime and rebellion against his father, King David hesitated to confront the situation directly and took no meaningful steps to hold Absalom accountable. Instead, he mourned for him, longing for his return. You can find this in 2 Samuel 13, 37-39. Absalom's Rebellion and David's Response Absalom's rebellion against his father, David, clearly indicates the breakdown in their relationship. While Absalom's actions cannot solely be attributed to David's failures of father, it's evident that the strained family dynamics played a role in Absalom's decision to rebel and attempt to take the throne from his father. It's important to note, though, that while King David made mistakes as father, pretty big ones sometimes, he also had moments of genuine love and concern for his children. Even today, the role of a parent is somewhat thankless when we sacrifice so our children can have something, or when we do a less-than-fun duty like changing a diaper or getting called to the principal's office, or when we have to have that necessary talk or punish our child. But that's part of the job of parenting. Let's be reminded to take time to thank both our earthly father figure, if we have one, and our Heavenly Father for what they've done for us today. Our earthly fathers may try their best, but God delivers His best. And for that, He is worthy of all of our praise and thanksgiving. Let's pray. Dear Father in Heaven, we love You and we're glad that You're our Heavenly Father. Even if we've had a challenging earthly father figure or none at all, And sometimes it's hard to translate to a joyous, wonderful relationship with a father. But you can overcome all things for us, Father. You can help us. You can help us know you if we take that first step towards you to learn to trust you just like any other relationship. As we get closer and closer and learn the sound of your voice, and then we can see that the things that you do for us the things that you do for us individually. We've had biblical examples today of a kingly father who really messed up, it appears, in some of the scripture examples that I gave. But Lord, whatever our earthly fathers have done, whatever the relationship is with them, help us, Lord, in the next right step in a reconciled relationship, if it's possible, or a deeper one with you. In your name we pray. Amen. Your Daily Bible Verse is a production of Life Audio and Salem Media. If you liked what you heard today, please take a second to rate and review this podcast in your favorite podcast app so that more listeners like you can find the show. For more faith-filled, inspirational podcasts, visit us at lifeaudio.com.
Hello, this is Dr. Doug Grotheis, host of Truth Tribe, where we seek the truth through reason and evidence about what matters most. And we are not tribal since truth is for everyone. Please join me at the Truth Tribe as I discuss the reasons for Christian faith, the Christian worldview, and moral issues such as abortion and gender ideology. To listen now, go to lifeaudio.com or search Truth Tribe on your favorite podcast app.